0: Hey everybody, I'm Logan Alec, I'm a CPA, I own Choice Tax Relief, today we're answering a question, it's actually a very good question, the question is, if the IRS forgives tax debt in an offering compromise, is that forgiven amount taxable to the taxpayer as cancellation of debt income? This is actually a good question, I went back and forth on this uh, with a tax attorney the other day on Twitter It started with me posting about how we got our biggest, you know, penalty abatement for a client of 2024 so far. We got uh, penalty abatement for about 66 grand. Somehow, this evolved into a conversation about whether um, uh, forgiven taxes or penalties or interest is taxable, right? And so we went back and forth a while. Uh, Basically, it's like, you know, regardless of whether a 1099 is issued, do you agree that, uh, you know, forgiven penalties uh, forgiven taxes, forgiven interest is uh is income, right? If not excluded under something like an insolvency provision, which I'll we'll talk about in a bit. And I basically uh, had to explain why it's not taxable, um, and that is what I'm going to talk about today. Because I figured, hey, if even this tax attorney didn't really know this, uh, chances are the good folks out there are, might be confused on this point as well. Why is this? Um, Why might one think that forgiven taxes in an offer and compromise is taxable? The reason is because of uh, Internal Revenue Code Section 108, which I've pulled up right here. So, Code Section 108 says uh, it basically says that cancellation of debt income is taxable, right? If you get some debt uh, forgiven, except uh, in these five cases, okay? so the these five cases right here um sorry uh the discharge occurs in a title 11 bankruptcy case uh the discharge occurs when the taxpayer is insolvent the indebted uh the indebtedness discharge is qualified farm indebtedness uh the debt is qualified real property business uh, indebtedness the indebtedness is qualified principal residence indebtedness uh like the mortgage on on the home where you live okay and you'll note that in all these exclusions, right, these, these, these times when the tax law says that cancellation of debt income is not taxable income, missing from this list is forgiven tax debt. It doesn't say it's excluded here, right? So one may reasonably con- conclude, like I believe that my tax attorney friend on uh, Twitter did, right, do you agree that it's income if not excluded, right, for example, under the insolvency exclusion or one of these other exclusions, one could reasonably conclude that, hey, just looking at this, it doesn't specifically exclude canceled tax debt uh, from income, so, um, you know, when the IRS forgives a tax debt and offering compromise, that should be included as taxable income, okay? But, (laughs) but, and I knew you knew I was going to say this, right, because it's it's not that easy. Um, We have a court case. Uh, Eagle Asbestos Packing Company versus United States, this was decided back in 1965, okay? Um, In this case, this corporation, Eagle Asbestos Packing, by the way, if you hear uh, some ambient noise, that is my youngest child who's nine months old who's on the ground at my feet. (laughs) Anyway, Eagle Asbestos, in this case Eagle Asbestos uh, Corporation owed about $424,000 to uh the federal government. Okay? This was for tax years I think it says it up here 1943, 44 and 45. Okay? Um and this this amount here, this 424,000, 68,000 of that was interest, right? The rest was just the underlying tax liability. Okay? And this corporation deducted uh this interest amount on its tax returns for 1948, 1949, the accrued interest to the IRS, okay, he took that as a as, an, as a tax deduction on his tax returns, and then in 1949, uh, okay, the, the corporation Eagle Asbestos submitted an offer in compromise uh, to the Bureau of Internal Revenue, okay, and that's what the IRS kind of used to be called, right, until I think it was the 60s or something when it started being known. Um, as the IRS, right, so uh, it submitted this offering compromise to the government Um, in uh, 1951 uh, the corporation was notified that the Attorney General of the United States had accepted the offering compromise uh, to settle the tax debt uh, for $314,000, right so uh, this $424,000 was compromised out for $314,000 right, so basically $109,000 uh was was written off. Okay. Um, fast forward eight years to nineteen fifty nine, when a revenue agent from the Bureau of Internal Revenue audited Eagle Asbestos, the corporation's tax returns. Okay. And the revenue amount basically said that sixty eight thousand dollars of interest income here that, that the corporation had deducted, that interest income on its tax debt that had been um, you know, a lot of it had been written off or maybe it would have been considered all that had been written off uh, in the offering compromise the, the, the revenue agent said uh uh-uh, uh you gotta include this interest that was settled out in the offering compromise as income in 1951 okay the year that the offering compromise was accepted okay um and so the corporation lost this audit they uh they paid the tax okay they, they paid the tax right and the interest and all this stuff and then they sued uh, in the Court of Claims here for a refund of this amount because it believed that it shouldn't have had to pick up the 68,000 of forgiven interest on tax debt as income. Okay, so long story short, what did the Court of Claims rule? Okay, and we're going to go skip to the bottom here. This is what the Court of Claims said: the effect of the compromise, the offer and compromise settlement itself and the intentions of the parties in entering into it was to extinguish all tax liabilities included in the items making up the compromise. For the above reasons, we hold that plaintiff, being an accrual basis taxpayer, properly deducted the accrued interest of $68,000 in 1948, and that no part thereof can be considered to be income in the year 1951. The Court of Claims is basically saying, look, when the government accepted that offer and compromise, um, it, it was the intention of that, and it was everybody's understanding involved in that offer and compromise um, that all tax liabilities connected with that offer were to be extinguished by that offer, right? And that the taxpayer, the corporation, in this case, Eagle Asbestos, would in no way should have to pay some additional tax on account of the offer and compromise. That's what the court of claims said, okay? Now, this is a very old. Court of Claims case, right? This is from uh, 1965. What is that? That's almost 60 years ago. Um, kind of shaky authority, right? However, the IRS itself, and I'm going to pull this next document up here for y'all. The IRS itself has cited this case in specific advice that IRS chief counsel's office gave internally for why uh, tax debt forgiven in an offering compromise shouldn't be taxable okay so let's fast forward um, uh, let's see when would this be from 1965 uh, let's fast forward uh, over 30 years okay from that from that court of claims decision to uh, 1998 actually 1997 okay so in 1997 the Ogden, Uh, IRS branch here, see Ogden right here, Uh, asked the Salt Lake City Associate District Council, okay, Chief council is IRS Attorneys, okay, and they have different branches. They asked uh, District Council, Associate District Council, a number of questions, including this one, and let me find it here. Should the IRS issue forms 1099-C? That's the 1099 you get uh, for cancellation of debt income when canceling tax debt of individuals discharged in a bankruptcy case or as a result of an offer and compromise under section 7122. That's the tax code section for offer and compromise. Okay. Uh, Salt Lake District Council did not know the answer, so they posed this question among a few others. Uh, to the Assistant Chief Counsel Office in Washington, D.C., and the Assistant Chief Counsel Office produced this uh, significant uh, service center advice labeled uh, 1998-39. And here's what this document says about this issue. Here's what IRS National uh, Chief Counsel Office said. Okay? Cancellation of debt by the IRS. I'm just going to read this whole thing. Cancellation of a tax debt by means of an offer and compromise does not give rise to discharge of indebtedness income, and they cite the Eagle Asbestos case. Uh, the court in Eagle Asbestos concluded that an o- that a compromise of the interest portion of a tax debt. Uh, Did not give rise to income from the discharge of indebtedness because the effect of the compromise settlement itself, and this is the part I read, and the intentions of the parties in entering into it was to extinguish all tax liabilities included in the items making up the compromise. Such an intent could not be fulfilled if taxable income arose from the agreement. This rationale applies equally. to cancellation of a tax debt itself as well as interest on a tax debt. Therefore, no Form 1099-C is required to be issued. However, we note that if the IRS cancels a debt that is not a tax debt, the amount canceled is includable in discharge of a debt and its income and a Form 1099-C should be issued." Uh, so there you have it, folks. Now, one thing I will say is that these um, uh, these SCA-type things, right, they're originally intended to be, like, private, right? Uh, you know, in no event shall it be disclosed to taxpayers or the representatives. At some point, it became like public, acknowledged, significant advice. You know, it may be disseminated. So it, you know, these SCA things—they're not like the strongest authority necessarily. But I've never seen the IRS come in and try to say that, oh, that offering compromise—that you know, we got, uh, you know, you should report that as taxable income on your tax return. I've never seen that. The IRS hasn't even brought that up. So you know, this is this is IRS policy here. And uh, basically, uh, all of our clients that we do tax returns for, that we got offers and compromise for, we have never, uh, you know, put the offer in compromise, the amount forgiven, and the offer as taxable income. Oh, don't eat paper, baby. Come here, come here, come here. Um, so yeah, so there you have it, folks. Uh, and this is Joan, by the way. This is Joan, the newest addition to the Alec family. Um, that's it. So uh, I have some other tax relief videos here on the left-hand side of the screen. Probably going to cover. Jones will head. And then uh, if you want to visit us Choice Tax Relief, there should be a, a button popping up right here uh, that can take you to our website. You can fill out the form, we'll reach out to you, or give us a call 866 8000 Tax. That's 866 uh, 8000 829. All right, folks, uh, thanks so much for watching. I'll see you in the next video. Bye bye.